Melissa. And I'm Lenny. Uh, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. I saw uh, the latest What If episode. I have not seen a What If since uh, second episode. Ah, so then you're way behind. I'm way behind and like mildly uninterested. Oh, well, no, this one's actually a good episode. It's what if uh, Ultron won? Oh, that's interesting. What so what happened? Oh, no, spoilers. Don't tell me. Okay. I watched the first episode of uh, Doom Patrol because that's back. I didn't realize. Oh, season three? Yeah. No, I have to, I have to watch it then. It's on I like HBO me some, Max. Yeah, I like I like me some Doom Patrol. Oh, me too. It's so good. Uh, I'm I, happy, I, Bren- I'm cool. happy Brendan Fraser is getting work. Me too. He's great. I think he's a real like. Uh... Sorry to chew like that, everybody. There's a piece of tomato. Yeah, I always like him and everything. Sorry that he had to have like any bit of trauma, so that's disappointing. Yeah. But he's back. And he's on that, and he's on a couple of other shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. Uh, I threatened to leave a, a list of television shows I should be watching uh, near the TV because, and said, "Don't let me dis- derail us because I will derail the television experience by not wanting to watch TV." Oh, okay. What shows do you have to watch? I have to finish Only Murders in the Building. There's one about a murder in a national park that looked really interesting. Not because of the recent one. It's a, an older one from Rocky Mountain National Forest. Oh, speaking of which, I I knew that's how they would try to find him because he used the credit card. Yeah, so that's a shit for you. <laughs> and I think the family's hiding him. Would your family hide you, do you think? My family? Um... Probably not. Maybe for like a day or two and they'll try to convince me to turn myself in. I wonder. I don't know. I don't think my family would. Not like any... You've got to be bloody kidding me. I'm trying to like make... Trying to make a salad for dinner while I record this. I'm trying to two birds and one stone it, you know? But I Mm -hmm. threw the tomatoes in the wrong place. Because... My lunch tomorrow. I'm so, I'm so I'm swearing. I'm so bloody tired that I can't I can't focus. Sorry. So if everybody's like so about the disjointedness of me, I'm just so tired. That's fine. As long as you had fun when you went the night before. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like so every year, like once a year, I pretend that I can be a dirty, like a dirty stay out. Like I can be like, it's fine. I don't need to stay. I don't need that much sleep. I'm only in my forties <laughs> and the joke's on me because I do need that much sleep. Uh, as it probably can't do because my camera's uh, still shit the bed. But uh, my inability to make a salad correctly. That's a big problem. Went out East over the weekend. For the wineries of Long Island. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, as always, I got 
salad dressings and like other little knickknacks like that, bottles of wine. Well, that's cool. Anybody who comes to Long Island uh, for a visit, North Shore is better than the South Shore and it's not even close. Yeah, that's that is that is the truth. North Shore is better. And everybody would be like, the Hamptons, the Hamptons. Screw the Hamptons. No, the Hamptons. Hamptons are boring. Boring. Oh my gosh. Don't go to the Hamptons, everybody. It's not fun. It's a it's a myth. I swear to you. It's like somebody told them that it's cool there because that's where rich people go or whatever. And then that's what it's been ever since. That's all the celebrities are. Yeah, they don't. But it's not like you get to hang out with them if you go there. If you like fly in from Minnesota or something and you go down to the Hamptons, it's not like they're like, welcome, Minnesota. Come this way, please. (laughs) Welcome to my home, Minnesotan. Yeah. They're not like, come hang out with us. We love it when poors come to town. Right? Like, they'll never get to see that stuff. Is he kidding me? Is my husband straight up kidding me? stuff he doesn't tell me about it or worse puts the empty container back and then what am i going to do with that and i I just uh, everything's a chore for me you know because like uh struggle struggle uh you know who's about to have the struggle of a lifetime no i do not please tell me so grow because we watch stuff oh Put the page. We watched season four, episode twenty-two, the finale. <laughs> Exodus. Okay, now I don't remember anything about this episode. So it's good stuff. <laughs> I didn't like. I don't have. Uh, maybe you could say desire to look it up. But is season four the last season they spend on Showtime before switching over to the Sci-Fi Channel? Um, I think, I think it's season five. I think they were on. Showtime for five seasons. Okay. And then they switch to sci-fi. And then that's where everything goes crazy. Like replicating? Oh yeah. You got replicants, you got you got you got ascended beings, you got Asgard. That's fun. That's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we open up with uh some flashbacks to remind you all who Tanith is, because I forgot. This said, hey, Teresa, Kenneth is this guy. Don't forget. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately had forgotten. And there was a, apparently in a bunch of filler episodes, not just last week's where Kronos dies, there's like other important things going on that I didn't know about. Yeah, right. Uh, I just watched, can I tell you, I just watched this episode today even, and I just don't remember. The important parts of the recap outside of the Tokra and Kronos died. And there was like some other filler episode where there was something relating to this. Um, it was when um, I forgot her name, Tilk's girlfriend or something. Right. She dies. She dies because she thinks like her symbiote like switched sides or something. Oh, Lord. Can you imagine? Well, the Tucker were pretty excited about that, actually. They fell for that, too, because they oh, were yeah. like, oh, that membership drive in a long time. 
You can have all that information extracted. She's like, psych! I'm a bad guy, obviously. And then you get to the Tok'ra headquarters and they announce that a mothership's on the way. And this is cause for concern. And Tanith is like, we should evacuate. And they're like, no. Uh, it's cool, baby. Don't even worry about it. Right? And she one rings down. They're like... And they ring down in, 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 in like their hero pose. Oh, that would be oh, that's an opportunity missed right there. <laughs> a hero pose ring. Oh, that's a great idea. If I got ringed up right now, I wouldn't have thought to do it. But now that you said it, if I ever get ringed up anywhere, aliens or whatever, you do a hero pose. Full on. Because that's how they came down. You see them with their guns and. Like Daniel's all like suave with his glasses, and Sam's just like, <laughs> "How you doing?" Everybody has guns, but Daniel's just you know, just. Uh, oh, hello. He's hello. just like, "What's going on?" I don't have any guns, just these guns, and he holds up his arms in like a, a muscular shape. And he's like, <laughs> "Right." You guys want to go? You guys want to go to the gun show? No. <laughs> That's right. In future seasons, Dan will really be putting on the gun show. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty fit here, but uh, not compared to like season whenever he comes back. Seven, eight. He comes back from his little uh, ascension hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. And Parker, and Parker Lewis goes away. Well, that's better. Right? Yeah, he's a real weird, weird present to guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess so. All right. Yeah, I just want to let you know that in the future, Woo! I will not I will not refer to that guy as his Stargate name. I will always refer to him as Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis, Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> nope, he's Parker Lewis. <laughs> uh, when I first saw him there, I thought that I was like, oh, uh, and it was. Fans didn't really like the character, I don't think. I recall. Like on the old message boards. Oh, they didn't like him? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were still like sad that Daniel wasn't on the show. So, uh, and that's Daniel's replacement. Well, he kind of, he to me, he kind of grew on me a little bit. Oh, I didn't mind him. I was I was also upset that Daniel wasn't on the show because I grew to like Daniel. And then it was like, uh, I mean, I mean, this guy's okay. He's not Daniel, but, you know, it's a different dynamic, I guess. Mm. But he shouldn't have to be Daniel. That's the fun of like new, um, new characters, and that's what keeps shows like fresh and exciting to me is character changes. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, if you were to pick a salad dressing, would you pick Southern Peach Vinaigrette or Honey French Salad Dressing? Honey French. Okay, let's try Honey French this week. I do have that peach waiting right around the corner. Uh, this is from uh, Schmidt's Farms, makers of. Uh, haunted houses. Oh, they have uh, their actual farm and where they store the Halloween stuff. The haunted houses out way out east. I don't like the fact that you're getting Halloween stuff in September. Hmm. Well, you can also get Christmas stuff. That's a comfort. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't comfort me because it's like, <laughs> what are you what are you guys doing? Uh, the only early Halloween I, I don't mind because I like Halloween all year long. But as far as early introduction of Halloween stuff, I look forward to the Reese's uh, peanut butter cups because the summer is a dry spell. After Easter, 
no holiday Reese's cups, but they're not cups. They're like eggs or whatever, little bats, Christmas trees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is dead in summer. They just don't have anything. And that's the superior Reese's product by a lot. What, the eggs or the, the bats? Both. Uh, compared to a regular Reese's peanut butter cup that you would just get, you know, in like a two pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's something different about about the peanut butter in the holiday version compared to the everyday version. Can't be denied. Oh. Crazy. Where does this go? Honey, where does it all go? What are we talking about here? We're talking about <laughs> the cold open and getting back from um, to Stargate. Stargate headquarters. Uh, nope, Tokra headquarters. Uh, Jacob talks about getting a permanent base going because they showed up with that mothership that they stole from Kronos. And uh, boy, they're really like laying it on thick with him, with uh, Tana. They're like, oh, we'll let him know. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what's going on here? They're like, oh, got what he deserved, didn't he? It was a bargain. Killed your man. I'm like, wow, guys. Yeah, and they're like, we knew the whole time. We knew the whole time. Yeah, we knew the whole time. Uh, so we're just going to spill it to you since uh, that definitely will bite us in the ass. Don't be pulling a Bond villain movie, like telling him. Like, yeah, no one's ever seen Bond. Well, I guess, I guess not because Jack has taken the real Bond villain approach by being like, you'll be dead in a minute when we blow up the sun anyway or whatever. Oh, that's, that's later on. Let me get back to my notes. <laughs> Tanith gets surprised that they killed Kronos and Jacob lays it out for him being like, we've known from the start. And Teal goes in for a little chat to rub it in. That you're a traitor. Teal's like, I'm, I'm just stopping by to let you know uh, I'm better than you. Well, quick reminder. He, he shows some excellent restraint. Well, not for long. <laughs> well, that's true, but at the time, he shows like excellent restraint. He's like, uh, super stuck. So deal with that. And uh, and he's like, uh, I killed your girlfriend, and like I made her suffer and stuff, and it was like real fun for me. Yeah, right. Like, like you are in no position to bargain. Yeah, I was like, what are you trying to do? Oh, he's trying to get Teal to just outright kill him, so he doesn't have to suffer or whatever because they're ultimate power. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. That doesn't work. He's like, yeah, nice try, pal. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna let you die. Chuck your. He's like, I, I hear, I hear the extraction is very painful. Yeah, it was like that was a good taunting. He's like, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, Jacob and Jack have an argument uh, walking down because Jack gets so salty that the Toker won't tell him like every last detail, even though statistically Jack will not do the right thing with that information. No, he will not. Like, why don't you tell me? Jacob's like, remember that time you retrofitted a death glider? Do you remember that? I remember. Yeah, and O'Neill gives him the like, shut up look. He's like, oh, whatever. Oh, college pranks. You know, we all did them. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're all flipping about being stuck in outer space. Yeah, because he's like, this mothership is really dangerous. You guys don't know what you have here. And he's like, oh, we can control it. Don't worry about what we're doing. And all I could think to myself was, what if they're like 
plan or something that they had going before Jacob had to go save them from their retrofitted death glider? Like they were on yeah. some kind of covert mission? No, it wasn't a covert mission. Or just a regular one? No, they were just testing out the glider and the glider went off into space. No, I mean, Jacob, like the Tokra, before they called Tokra, they were like, Jacob was up to some sabotage business. Oh, yeah, they were, they were going to sabotage uh, one of the mines or something. Something like that. Because uh, Jacob had to be like, well, I guess I have to save Jack from, uh, you know, yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, you know, months of months of planning just down the drain because, you know, you guys don't know how to fly a death glider. And you didn't consult anybody about it either. You weren't like, oh, maybe I should inquire within. Maybe I should ask the toker if they have any booby traps in his death glider. Nah, let's just retrofit it. Okay. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> TM, you know. We got this. Seriously. You know, have anything at all. Uh, let's see. They argue about who's better at beating more systems because Jack's response to you guys messed up the death letter was to be like, oh yeah, well, uh, who's got the, the body count? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, and how's that working out? Is it leaving a predictable power vacuum in which more and more aggressive uh, rules take over? Is that what's happening? Because of you guys? Because that's what you guys are doing, you know? We had it all in control, and you guys had to go off killing ghouls left and right and creating power vacuums over the over the galaxy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's working out real good. Tata threatens to kill his host. So he tells, like, the guard, he's like, hey, guard, just so you know, you'll never get to, to take the, the symbiote out of me and chuck it in the desert because I can just kill this host whenever I feel like it. And then collapses. And so, and this is another instance. Even in the last episode, they made me think falls for that. And then here we are, falling for that. Whatever that is, Zuni sees like I could kill my host, and it's not a big deal. Whatever, just don't even worry about it. I'm like, uh, you guys really gonna fall for that? Oh, I'd have shot him. I'd have shot him as he. Yeah, I'd have shot him as he was unconscious. Just like, oh, really? Bang, now you're dead. <laughs> don't let don't let the host die. That host. Sorry to say. Exactly. He volunteered. He did volunteer. And plenty of other good hosts, Joel and R have died in service of whatever. And like she was stuck on a hell planet and had to like blow some other gold or whatever. Yeah, really. I'm like, nobody be out there being like, oh, you let Martuth die. <laughs> I wonder what my host is thinking. It's just the host, and he's hosting a bad guy. So, sorry about it. He didn't exactly ask yeah. that guy's permission, probably, because he's a bad guy ghoul, you know? He doesn't want to live with those memories anyway. No, that guy volunteered. He volunteered his body because he thought that, you know, he turned, and it turned out it was a lie. But you're right, though. They didn't, they didn't ask Martus host, hey, you think it'd be okay to fill you with holes? <laughs> Can you come back from this? No, probably not, right? Okay. <laughs> He's still well, good. He's still good. Yeah, nobody's asking about the host in that case. But now all of a sudden, big deal. Right. Fine. fine. So they open the door and he gets out because naturally. So dumb. So for a bunch of like super intelligent, just had an argument about who's smarter and better. Letting him escape in this fashion isn't really coming to Jacob's defense on who deserves to have the mothership. 
it's it's like cartoon. It's like you just let a cartoon villain go. And he is such a cartoon villain. <laughs> In the dumbest way possible. He goes out to the desert and finds his secret stash next to like rib number four or whatever's going <laughs> Dude number six. I swear. He's like, oh, I just remember exactly what crappy sand dune I left this near for sure. Yeah. I numbered it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so predictably, Tanith rests them out to Apophis. Um, but that's okay, because Sam and Jacob have a better plan. They're like, ooh, new plan, you guys. Is it a better plan? Is it though? <laughs> um, I don't, it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good reach for Sam. It smells very Tokyo to me. It smells very Tokyo. One guy, let's just, let's just destroy the solar system. See, all or nothing. <laughs> that's like they called up Rodney McKay and asked what he should do. He did that yeah. once. He's like, oh, you blow up one galaxy one time. Right. You blow up one galaxy one time. No, oh but see, Rodney made a mistake. Rodney overestimated himself. They're doing it on purpose. That's fair enough. <laughs> so they're going to blow up this sun. They're going to dial the black hole and uh, steal some of the mass of this, this sun. Yeah, because that's not risky at all. Yeah. So they're going to make a a supernova themselves. You know how it is. Yeah, because, you know, that always goes well. Uh, Jack mows it over like he's not completely, like, a wreck. He's a, the thought of uh, the explosion of explosions, a supernova? Come on now. Come on now. I'm sorry. I'm with Jack on this one. If I'm, like, say, like, I'm, like, a corporal or something, and I'm assigned to SG-1, I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> like, I'm no physicist, but I don't think that's a good idea. Well, Jack agrees in the end because I, I guess the the balance between like self preservation, like hundred percent self preservation, versus the biggest explosion he's likely to ever see. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, gotta go on explosion. I love C four, and this is like the biggest explosion you can manage. Yeah, but this is not on. This is not like you know, I'm leveling a couple buildings or a city block. This is like on a galactic scale. No, it makes it even better. It's Jack's favorite thing, blowing stuff up. He's like, what if we blow it up? <laughs> but there's a line. There has to be a line somewhere, man. He has no lines. <laughs> not, not when Big Boom is coming down the pike. He's like, I love Big Boom. Let's blow up the sun. Can we not? Very exciting idea. <laughs> Daniel stops by Teal's, and Teal's feeling pretty sorry that he did kill Tana twice. And he even asked, he even asked Daniel, like, given the same circumstance, wouldn't you want to crush like Apophis's neck? And he's just like, uh, well, yeah. Daniel's like, yeah, theoretically that'd be great, but if I knew a supernova was going to take care of it, I'd be like, good, you know, also good. <laughs> he's like, I think rationally. I'm like, yeah, a couple episodes ago, you had a dream where you like took over the world and nuked Russia. The guy who enslaves his friends on the reg. Right? You don't get a you don't have an opinion on this. Yeah, really. He's like, oh, I know what I would do. The most horrible thing to humanity I could think of. Right. So then the plan is so then it all like clicks into gear. The plan is going off. The black hole gate is active. Hits away. They send it out the thing. They they go to leave, but a death glider, nope. It was a mid-range bomber. Starts attacking them. And uh does quite a fair amount of damage to a 
school's mothership. Well, they probably didn't have the shields. They didn't, but like after the first hit, I would be like, shields up, everyone. I mean, obs. They probably they probably they probably didn't know how to activate the shields. But then again, Jacob was there, so huh. He'll know he got up on them weapons real fast. <laughs> He's like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, the hyperdrive is now down. Everything's going down. Jack's like, I know. I'll take out some death gliders. That'll be good stuff. Me and Teal, we're going to go do it. Could have just left. Yeah, right. So Teal's like, oh, because yeah, in the previous conversation, he's like, I'll not show such restraint again. And I'm like, oh, Lord, revenge. And Daniel's like, um, I don't know how to take that. And, you know, can I, t- I, I understand that there's like a Jaffa, like revenge code or whatever, whatever he's on about. But this wasn't your wife who mm-hmm. mothered your son. This is just your high school, like, promelay. I mean, but I mean, still, they probably still had a connection because. They had a connection, but like Apophis went and like ruined his boy and broke up his marriage and like killed the second husband and like all this bit of business. And like really. He did sleep with her, though. I know. And, and like this level is just not there like it is for the. For his high school sweetheart that he's got. Yeah. I'm not I mean, I just birthed I just birthed your son. Is he settling? Maybe. Right. So like I'm like, oh. Uh was he was Teal just settling? And like that's the one that got away. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she was married. Yeah, right. The old lady from Titanic gets back um to shore after the Titanic sinks. Like she's gonna move on with her life and she like Gets married, has kids, those kids have kids. And then when she dies, she just goes back to like the one that drowned. What about all those other people in your family? <laughs> Ghost you be going back to just this one dude you knew one time? Your one night stand? Literally? One night stand on, on a ship that you're going, you know, with your husband, with your then husband. So there you go. That's the she's the jack of Teal's life and he's just all about it. She made an impact on him. I guess so. Um, the bomber breaks off at, uh, after Teal hits it. Uh, he hit it with the regular weapon. So they take the death glider out to make sure it's still like broken, but it's not. It just breaks off and Teal's like, I'm going to follow it. Jack's like, I need to follow this. <laughs> of course you will, Teal. <sighs> uh, Tanith sees his rescue ship go down and then the radio communication with Jack and Teal gets lost. Although there's a cute little exchange after that. After they get out of um, the the down ship or whatever, and Teal's like fairly confident that he could walk them back to the old Tokra base, and says, "Would you like mm-hmm. to put a wager on it?" I'm like, <laughs> you know, for a guy who's like real insistent that you get to like be the one that snuffs the life out of the guy who killed your one night stands body, just because you got the getaway ship down doesn't mean he's dead. No body, no dead. Does he not know? Right. Especially after killing, quote unquote, killing Apophis all those times. If I don't see a dead body right in front of my stupid face, that's it. Yeah, he's not dead unless I see a body. And when he died at the SGC and they were like, ah, we'll take care of it. I'm like, no, you won't take care of it. He'll be next in the mummy museum next to King Tut and all the other mummies we have. Keeping him there forever. Well, they had to give him up because, you know, there was a thing there was i think it was uh what is his name sokar was basically bombarding them with rays and like drilling through the iris 
So they kind of had they kind of had to. I'd be like, he's not even here. <laughs> he's not even here. Don't even worry about it. No, no, esta aquí. Just yeah, just gaslighting him the whole time. He's like, I don't even know who Apophis is. What are you talking about? Apophis? Like, who's that? Is he? Is he like German? Serious. <laughs> uh, so they're walking um, back to the old base. Which, by the way, Jack loses that bet because he looks like you want to make a bet. I know where it is, and he's like, Ugh. and then whinges the whole way back because he's like out twenty bucks, probably. Right. I'll pay you when you get back. Uh, so, yeah, like I guessed, Tanit survived because, of course, he did. Um, and Teal'c and Jack get attacked by uh, the Jaffa that Tanith saw. Survived the, the ship. You didn't go make sure. Oh, wait, no, they beamed down, right? They ringed down. Yeah, they, 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 ring, they ring down. They ring down and uh, attacked Jack and Teal'c. Jack got a bullet off before Tanith ringed away with Teal'c as a prisoner. Jacob rescues Jack with the rings and then they hyperdrive the hell out of there. This all happens in like the fastest like beats in an episode. Like they're like bang, bang, bang. It's all happening. It's all happening. Uh, Jack's like, I think Teal'c is dead. But once again, I'd like to point out no body, no dead. You see body, he ain't dead. Right. And that's not just like a trope. Like that's just like how it is with like how many times did you think everybody was dead and like nobody was dead? No one was dead. Uh, so the supernova flipped them somehow and sent them four million light years away. Very strong coincidence that this too happened to Apophis's ship. Oh. So now they're both in the Delta Quadrant with Voyager. <laughs> so there it is. Uh, and then that's it. I just want to point out that um, the Tokras, the Tokra has awesome plan or they have awesome plans usually because they'll remember when he was saying that how you know we have this plan and we have to undermine you know the gold and then find a way to get it's like okay so that's a great so they usually have great plans it's a great plan until it isn't (laughs) right yeah they're doing a real bang up job yeah uh so that's it that's it till season five what that's not the superest of cliffhangers i don't think like yeah no, it's not. It's not the great. It's not the greatest of cliffhangers, but you know, it's okay. What do you rate this episode as far as season finale? This is a different kind of rating, you know. Like as yeah. a one-off, probably not that high, but as a season finale, what do you think? It's not the greatest season finale. You're right. I agree. It's not that huge. Probably a three and a half. Three. I was. I was going to give it three stars. It was a. I would think this would be more appropriate as a mid-season finale, not a season finale. Yeah, not a season finale. A season finale would also have more explosions. Although this is just the first part, and like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the first part of that is very boring and very long. Mm-hmm. But then it kicks off at the end. It's like, but it's fine. That's fine. I like. I like that it gave it, it gave Teal like that character some character you know, development and some closure with his mistress. His did one night stands. His high school sweetheart. But that, uh, like, what closure? Tana survived and went right to Apophis and then, like, shot him and dragged him off for torture time. Well, who knows? We'll see. Maybe, maybe episode, maybe season five, you know, he'll get some closure. 
Maybe so. I watched the promo for it, and uh, it looks like the Toker go back to the SGC to report SG1 MIA. I saw a little replicator in there. So a teal, you know, double agent. Ah, yes. Not like, not in a suit or anything, but like, you know, like I work for Apophis again. Ha ha. Got him. I'm, I'm first prime for Apophis. Or am I? Right. So <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Uh, got anything you need to add? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Well, you guys can always find me over on uh, Last God Standing. That's Last God Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find this podcast everywhere as ZPM Stargate uh, at Gmail, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, where I'm more active. And that's it. Really, we didn't mention it before, but uh, uh, Mozzie, the actor that was, um, it's going to make Wormhole Extreme in this upcoming season. Even uh, he yes. passed away recently, and I was uh, pretty sad to hear that. What you didn't hear? No. He uh, he had cancer, and he uh, he passed away uh, earlier, like two weeks ago. By the time this airs. Oh my god! Right, super sad. But he was super funny, and I love him very much. So peace, peace be with, as it, as they say. But they, so there you have it. Uh, I look forward to seeing him in Wormhole Extreme. Oh, that's very funny to me. <laughs> now I can't watch white. I I can't watch white collar now. Of course you can. In his honor now. Yeah, but I'll be sad. Like every episode I see him, I'll be sad now. Well, then you can never watch like anything ever again. <laughs> right. I guess, guess you won't be watching Batman anytime soon. Oh, I know. I'm not sad, but like if you're sad about stuff I like mean, that, <laughs> that's because I didn't like that Batman. No, well, not sad. You didn't? Don't act surprised. We've talked about this. You didn't like Adam West? What? Adam West? Heath Ledger. Wait, but why? Because it's bad and I don't like it. But I, all right, if the acting's that good, if I'm not, I like Christian Bale. I don't know. I like the Nolan Batman. I thought it was interesting. It had a very, it had a very gritty, real world feel to it. I don't think that's necessary. Well, it was a, <laughs> it was a different take. It kind of, it kind of fell off with the third one with Bane, Oof. but I liked it overall. Too many villains, and I didn't care for. That's not the kind of Joker that I like. I like Mark Hamill's Joker. I like a Joker who loves to be the Joker because he loves Jokering, which is a, a thing Jason Bartram recently said. Like, uh, like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, like I don't need any like fancy, like demented childhood or whatever. Like the Joker likes being the Joker, and that's it. He that is a thing he likes doing. Okay. It's not it touched his kid. Not just nothing. He's like I'm a greedy guy and now i'm still that same guy but with a funny looking head see that's my problem that is my problem with uh maleficent why can't maleficent just be evil why does she need a backstory where she where she was good and now she's not really evil she's an anti-hero no she's an evil witch who got angry because she was slighted because she didn't go to a little girl's birthday party that's what i'm saying so she decides to just so she decides to destroy everything. Yeah, everybody seems to be on a big kick for um for like back, like realistic backstories, even though like like, like like Cruella. Yeah. 
I like Cruella, but she didn't need a backstory. Why can't she just be an evil woman that wants to kill puppies and make a coat out of them? Yeah, because that's what bad people do. <laughs> really? Bad people just get up to bad stuff. They don't. They don't need to have a sad yeah. like backstory. What? What? Why do you want to make a puppy coat? Because I can. Yeah, that's it. Because I'm yeah. the worst. Exactly. Oh goodness. No, I'm saying whatever. It's Disney, so. It is super Disney, and boy, are they guilty of uh, making some pretty awful characters that seem pretty good for their movie. <laughs> that's what they're good at, and that's okay. That's Disney for you. All right, I'm going to say leave us five star reviews on the iTunes or whatever podcast app you listen to. Um, follow us on the socials. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you for season five next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.